Kia ora whanau and welcome to another episode of Get a Job and Get Healthy with Costas Enterprises. I am your host Alex Costas and I just want to say a massive thank you. Um, I finally hit 1,000 listens. Um, Y'all are so amazing. Uh, I I appreciate each and every single one of you um, for listening. Uh, of course, that means that um, we, we just hit it today, which is, I know I forgot to do an episode last week, but unfortunately I've been a little bit busy at work and, and I didn't really, when I got home I felt a bit too buggered to do it. Um, so straight off the bat, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, and another thank you um, for everyone that listens. Uh, you guys are amazing. And I really, really appreciate anybody that does listen. Uh, But it also means that my giveaway is now live. So, um, I will do... My giveaway will be open for two weeks. uh, And that is two weeks for you guys to get me some questions. So in two weeks' time, I will do a question and answer. Uh, I will try to promote this also on my Instagram... Uh, I'll promote it on my Facebook, I will try to promote it on my LinkedIn as well, uh, but generally my uh, I'll be trying to promote as much as I can. So what does the giveaway give you? Well, as I've spoken about it before, um, it will be either um, $100 uh, US from my Costas Enterprises Redbubble store, uh, basically you pick the items I will pay for it and then ship it and I might even ship a couple extra things as well um, it can also be a one hour time with me um, or two hour times and this will be basically a time for you to you know, bounce ideas off me um, ask me anything all that sort of stuff Uh, we can look at exactly what it is that you are maybe you're trying to develop your own store or print on demand and you want some ideas on how you can possibly make some money out of it Um, or it can be basically like if you've got an idea of how you want to build your own sort of passive income uh, what I can do to try and help you Um, I won't be offering money, obviously, but I can offer you uh, assistance with things like, you know, marketing, uh, as well as things like, uh, maybe you've got an idea and you just want to think how you can logically try to put it together, I can help you with that uh, as best that I can, um, or at the very least try to put you in the right place uh, to say you need to go over here or whatever. Alternatively, another thing is I will do you a free CV or cover letter. Uh, we can have a, a section on uh, basically doing uh, things like star interviews, all those sorts of things when you're trying to get a job. If you need that help, um, I will offer that stuff for free. Um, yeah, uh, basically, I, I will be your advisor in that respect, uh, personal advisor. Uh, where you don't get charged, basically. So, how do you enter? Very simply, you just send me an email at doncostas at gmail.com. That's D-O-N-C-O-S-T-A-S at 
gmail.com and that's in for Nike, D-O-N. Um, and basically all you have to do is you have to just ask me a question. It can be anything, but you need to say that you were, uh, you heard about me through the podcast so that I know that your email is legit. Uh, once you've done that, uh, you will be entered into the draw and then after the uh, after I answer your questions in two weeks time then I will um, randomly pick a winner uh, using probably Magic the Gathering dice and dialing 1 to 20 depending on how many questions I get um, I am free and frank uh, I will talk about 90% of everything uh, that you guys ask um, but do bear in mind that there are some things that I will find a bit um, hard to talk about depending on what it is that you actually want to know about uh, but I will try my best to answer your questions um, so yeah feel free to, to hit me up uh, you can also send it through at the Kiwi Don uh, for my Instagram um, and same as my Twitter is at the Kiwi Don uh, D-O-N again for the Kiwi Don hence the Don Costas as well um, and yeah I will try my best to answer your question um, sincerely honestly all that sort of fun stuff um, and yeah I just really want to give back to you guys because you guys have been amazing to me um, so that that's pretty much the intro done um, so you know you can also drop me a line via my website costasenterprises.business.blog I know this intro feels like it's going on forever. It is. Um, but I really do want to say thank you. Um, so, what are we going to talk about today? Well, uh, quite surprisingly this morning, um, I opened my my uh, emails and I saw that I made a sale uh, on something that I did not think I would ever sale, uh, sell. sorry, And that was actually a scarf. Um... So, yeah, uh, uh, one of my designs is my origami design, which is basically a origami uh, paper crane, um, and it's overlaid on with two different colours. It's kind of a or three different colours. Sorry, it's sort of kind of like a, a neon um, pink slash black slash white um, uh, paper crane overlaid upon itself three times. And, you know, it's a simplistic design. One of my very, very simplistic designs. And, yeah, I was quite surprised when I saw that it actually... That it sold on a scarf, of all things. So you might be like, well, Alex, what, what does it matter about the fact that it's a scarf? Well, the reason why I am sort of a bit shocked is because... It is one of these products where you always see scarves. And you see things like duvet covers and shower curtains and they're usually marked up quite high now from this particular uh, design I'm getting about $4.44 US uh, it is going to someone in Belgium so it's actually coming out of Euros and I haven't sold much stuff in Europe um, probably about maybe three items but this takes me to 25 sales so I really wanted to talk today more so about the fact that one I wasn't expecting a sale um, at all this month uh, so the month of May has been quite slow usually I get a sale one or two at least earlier on in the month but this has come quite late uh, but yeah I, I'm 
still happy because it means that since this, since basically September uh, last year, I have sold one or two things through Redbubble, um, and as I've talked about before, it, my I've had one payout so far, and yeah, it, it's been it's been a good little good little run basically. So I've had two payouts officially, but one of those payouts was the Christmas payment. So for those that don't know, with Redbubble, you do get a, a, a Christmas payment that comes out, and that, that payment will come out for you um, usually around about the 13th to the 15th of December, and if you don't hit the $20 pay, um, you will get whatever is owing you, basically, which is what happened. I had $13 there, US, uh, they paid it into my account, and then just about two months ago, I or last month, sorry, I was lucky enough to hit the 20. I made about $30 in sale, and that meant that I got about 30 bucks uh, paid into my account, uh, over and above the $13 that I had. So I'm sitting at about $54 at the moment, uh, sold through Redbubble, and of course with this that I've just sold, that'll be increased by another $4.44. So yeah, I, I was I, I wanted to talk about simply the fact that this is an evergreen. Um, you know, there's nothing special. There's no special tags on it. Um, it. It's not a trending design. It is just literally a random design that I put up. Um, and I think the the fact that I've been lucky enough to get a sale every month, at least one every month, uh, shows that I am on the right track for things like by tagging and all that sort of things, and I'm not doing spam tagging, um, if you don't know what spam tagging is, it is something that we don't want uh, in Redbubble, but unfortunately is uh, is there, along with a lot of copyright stuff, uh, but effectively, spam tagging is where you take the phrase, you repeat it about 50 times in one tag, and then you do that another 50 times, so it just keeps getting found in the data mine and the algorithm, and uh, unfortunately, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a letdown for artists that actually do want to sell their stuff, like like myself. Um, and while I am sort of concocting things through Canva, it is still disheartening to see that sort of process does happen. And Redbubble have sort of said, look, we don't want this, but they're not actually policing it. And I know a lot of content creators are like, oh, they should be doing this, they should be doing this. But being realistic, when you think about exactly how hard it would be to police this, you would have to go into every single design, see if the the uh, the phrase has been repeated twice, and, and then know what you have to look at for the phrase. Like, unless you're checking every trending design, which I doubt very much Redbubble's likely to do that, it just proves that it's actually not an easy thing to do. So do I do get where they're sort of like, look, we police it, you shouldn't do it, um, but they don't really police it. Now, in a perfect world, they would police it. We would remove all of that. We would also remove all of the copyright. Um, I can tell you through the Facebook ads that I'm getting that pop up of Redbubble, 90% of them are all things that are not original. Um, they are complete ripoffs to the point where I've, I've seen, like, uh, one of the ones where I saw it was the worst was the WandaVision stuff. Um, where it was just like everything was, they literally just took the WandaVision poster, put it up on a t-shirt, and I was like, come on, 
why isn't that being banned? But, you know, if they, if Redbubble can't find it, Redbubble can't do anything about it. So, yeah, it's a bit of a shame, unfortunately, um, that that thing is still going, but it is, it is still happening. Um, I think it's also a testament to the fact that with what I have been doing, like I haven't, all the things that I've been getting hits on recently um, are not things that I've been advertising. Now, I am part of an Instagram silent loop, they call it, uh, specifically for New Zealand mums and small businesses, which is why, obviously, I'm not a mum. I'm one of the small businessmen. And so I added myself onto it, and I've basically got about 200 followers from there. Now, because I knew that the group is primarily mothers, I decided to do an Instagram sort of ads for, uh, and when I say ads, I mean my own personal ads for all the followers that were following me um, of some Mother's Day designs that could be sort of used for Mother's Day or for kids. Um, and, you know, I, I got a, I didn't get as much of a, uh, of a watching and followers and likes than what I expected um, on other ones that I've done. Uh, so that was a bit of a bugger. I think the one thing that would have helped me is the ability uh, on Redbubble to hold my own sale. Um, had I done that, I think it would have been a lot uh, better uh, because I would have been able to go Mother's Day sale, 15% off everything. But they didn't have that, of course, because Redbubble, um, they sort of have their own sort of thing. There are some like Spring, for example, and Threadless, you can set your own st uh, your own sales. However, the problem with that is your your profit margin has to be set very very high because the cost of making each item is really really high through Teespring and also through uh, Threadless. So with Threadless, you don't even set your margins. It's basically you get one to two percent off everything that you sell. I haven't sold anything through Threadless yet, so that's going to tell you something. Um, to be fair though, I haven't really marketed or done anything on Threadless in a long time. But it is quite surprising to see uh, that I am still getting semi-regular sales. Like, you know, I consider one uh, sale a month as a regular sale at this stage, given that it has been since sort of September. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm not calling myself an expert in it, but... I do definitely feel like I must be on to something. I must be doing something right. Um, so yeah, that, that, that was pretty cool to see. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about is basically being thankful for everyone. Um, I've just recently uh, listened to a couple of books that I talked about before. Since then, I've listened to another book, which is a autobiography of a guy called Colin Joust who is from Saturday Night Live, and he was very, very funny. Um, and he's also the uh, fiancé, or now I think husband, of Scarlett Johansson, uh, so Black Widow, which at the time when I was reading the book, I did not even know. So, yeah, it was very funny to see sort of like his life and uh, what he'd been doing. And, and he has done one of the jobs that I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to be on Saturday Night Live. Um... I know I'm not as funny as them, but it, it's always been one of those shows that growing up, I'd heard about a lot of my favorite actors were on it and have been on it and still are on it in some instances. And yeah, I just really, really love the Saturday Night Live ideal. 
Um, so yeah, it's been uh, it was quite cool listening to his book, but it did make me reflect a little bit. Um, like even though there was a lot of fun in it, you could tell that the guy had a interesting life, um, and even though he came across as and it's going to sound really weird, but very white, um, and he even admits that to himself. Um, I did have some sort of similarities where I was sort of in the same boat as him growing up um, where even though we were both sort of white we did have a bit of a background and while his background is very very uh, white he talks about his mother he talks about his father he talks about the experiences he went through and yeah it, it sort of got me thinking a lot more about my own background and like the way I grew up uh, now for those that don't know when I grew up I was not the richest okay um, I grew up uh, my parents sort of had a job um, until they turned about 50 then they basically had to go on the benefit because those jobs became uh, redundant um, and in New Zealand we have a guy that we like to refer to as Dr. Death um, and this is back in the 80s and it used to be safe to be in a public job uh, like a public servant um, so for those that don't know what a public servant is uh, it is basically someone that works for the government carrying out the government wishes um, I am currently a public servant my parents were public servants and they lost their jobs due to a budget and a reduction and all that sort of fun stuff and it was it was an interesting sort of time um, because they transitioned to going on a benefit they didn't have the money to do anything now they did have a freehold house because they used the redundancy payments that they got paid out um, to actually pay off the house uh, a fact that my mother will always remind me of all the time so yeah it was a um, it was a bit of a surprise um, looking uh, sort of listening to this book hearing about this guy and because he'd focused a bit of time on his childhood and the silly things he used to do I started to realize that yeah I did used to do stupid things as well um, but looking back um, even though we were poor for a while there we were quite poor um, my parents sort of had to retire and then from there um, when they retired they were still retiring on the benefit before my father died um, so it wasn't really retirement in that respect um, and yeah it, it was very much like my parents still managed to always find the ability to give me what I needed um, you know, I mean, I know I, I wasn't going on massive trips, I wasn't doing anything like that, but anytime there was like a school camp, I was there. Um, I wasn't getting, you know, the newest fangy dangle toy, but, you know, growing up, but I'd still got a toy, you know, and I was appreciative of what I got. You know, I wasn't running around the house, I wasn't a spoiled brat or anything like that. I wasn't like, I, I, a lot of people say that only children are spoiled. In this case, I was definitely not spoiled. I was, you know, respectful of what it was that I got um, because I knew there was nothing else. And, you know, growing up and having that sort of mentality, um, 
the, the reason why I'm sort of getting to this is today, uh, Jacinda, our lovely Jacinda, has just announced the new budget. And it seems like for the first time in a long time, the benefits are actually getting a bit of an increase, like a significant increase as opposed to the annual increase. Now, I used to work for the government department that administered and delivered the benefit system. So I know how much people's benefits were. I used to be on a benefit. I know how much a benefit is. So to hear that it's going to be potentially going up, you know, a, a potential another fifty dollars to a hundred uh, to, to fifty to sixty dollars a year is is pretty huge. Um, sorry, a, a week. Sorry, a week. Now, but that's going to be in about a year's time. So I was. Um, it, it sort of made me think a bit about you know, life on the benefit, what I was doing, you know, we were eating still pretty well, I mean, I'm, I'm a, still quite a jolly man, uh, and was a jolly boy back then, growing up, um, so it was like, we still managed to have, you know, a good family, a good, uh, you know, good life, despite being on the benefit, but there's so many out there that don't, and there's so many out there that they're still in issues, you know, there's always going to be issues, and, and to me, it's just, it's really sad, because, like, I am, I am definitely very grateful for what my parents gave me, it has made me even more grateful knowing that going forward, I want to give, you know, when I eventually do have kids, and I do want kids, I want to give them everything, but at the same time, I want them to be thankful and grateful for what it is that you know, they get, so they don't become spoiled, basically, so yeah, it's, it's, it was a really, really sort of interesting sort of reflection and stuff that I did myself, and, and that's all it was, it was literally just a reflection, we're not talking like, you know, I didn't, um, you know, I, I, I didn't hit Nirvana while I was thinking, it wasn't mindfulness or stuff that I've done before, um, but it was, humbling and it made me appreciate you know a lot more than just what I had growing up it made me appreciate what I've got now and it made me appreciate the people that I've got in my life um and while yeah this sounds a bit soppy and stuff but it also makes me appreciate you guys um like I really do appreciate each and every one of you because it's one of those ones where I've got, I've got quite a few countries that listen to me, um, and have listened to me, and that shocks me, like, really, that, 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 that blows my mind, to think that I've got people, you know, I, my, my partner is Vietnamese, I've got people listening to me from Vietnam, I've got people listening to me from, you know, Argentina, uh, I've got people listening to me from New Zealand, obviously, from the US, where most of my audience are, which is still crazy to me and these are only the the this is only from the people from spotify all of my all of my things that i'm talking about are only from my spotify listeners so i want to say a huge thankful i am grateful for each and every one of you that listens to me my ramblings my tangents that i go off on all my crazy shit that i talk about thank you 
and I know this is going to be a short podcast, but at the same time, I hope you will contact me. I hope you will email me. Tell me what you want to know. It's not to give me content. It's to build our, you know, our whānau. And you are my whānau. And again, for those that don't know, my whānau is my family. Um, I share a lot of stuff with you guys and I want to hear back. So contact me. Let me know. DonCostas at gmail.com. D-O-N for Nike. C-O-S-T-A-S at gmail.com. Until next week. And there will be a next week. As always, I love you guys. Thank you for 1,000. Thank you for 1,000. Oh my God, I can't believe I just said that. 1,000 listens in one year. That is still blowing my mind. So thank you. And as always, good luck.